Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Evan Giddings and FB Santangelo in for Steiny Guru here on 95.7 The Game. This is the crossover. What's up, Mark Willard? What's up, Dan Dibley? How are oh, we doing yeah. on a Friday? We're doing great. Right. Doing yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. excited about uh, Wild Card Weekend. Yes, sir. And uh, <laughs> the Warriors play. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, the Warriors play tonight. Is yeah. that, Draymond in? Is he in? Yeah. Is he? Well, and how do they lose tonight is Not the question. Good. They don't. <laughs> you would hope that for a plot twist. <laughs> that would be crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, book it. Yeah, they don't lose. I got him. I got him plus thirty-five and a half. What's the number? Uh, good question. I don't. Are they know. favored? You would hope so, right? I mean, you would be. The, you would expect the them to be. But you think they'd be favored on the road against the Bulls? The Warriors against the Bulls? The Bulls are like against the Warriors. <laughs> the um, Warriors should be favored by like ten and a half, but it's it probably Warriors by. Three. Uh, I would get stop Jordan. Number ten. Oh my gosh! Chicago yeah. minus two and a half. There, 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 you, go. Yeah, there oh, you go. There you go. That's what. No, I got yeah. it at three. Make Pippen. It's going shoot. up. Make Bulls. Pippen. Bulls Pippen minus three. Make Rodman shoot. Make Rodman. Well, shoot. I mean, Moody is out, so it's understandable. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost, lost your leading score. It's worth four points. True. Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where we're at with the Warriors, guys. Well, at least they. I mean, they can't be booed, right? So. I mean, no. the, like, yeah. the, like that's the thing. You looked at the Bulls and you went, Pff. I mean, that's an 18 and 21 team and, and, and maybe a play-in team. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the and world's favorite, like, yeah. you just described the Warriors. Well, I guess they're yeah, 13 and 9 at home. So exactly. I guess they're, they're a home team. You just got Vucevic back. How many NBA teams right now against which would the Warriors be favored on the road? Mm. Probably. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, JT. Happy Friday. Um, Let's go down the list. Detroit, yeah. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit for sure. The sure. Pistons, yeah. the Wizards, and then Detroit. The Portland, yeah, the fighting JPs. Probably Detroit. Yeah. Spurs. Portland. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte. Pistons. All right. Memphis. Maybe. Tough. I think yeah. Memphis. On Monday, probably. John yeah. Morant's out. No job. No job. No job. Yeah. Toronto, no. Not after what happened last week. No. Um, Atlanta. Hawks. Maybe. Big win the other night. Before or after the DeJounte Murray trade. Not Utah. Right. Not Utah. Yeah, so you could you could count on one hand and you might need one finger from the other. It's a shame. Yeah. So there was a, a ton of blowouts, anyway. by the way, yesterday in the NBA. It did maybe feel a little bit better about what the Warriors did on, on Wednesday. Like you see you see the score of the Oklahoma City Portland game? I did. It was a nail biter. Was it sixty two? Sixty two is the 62. final scoring like, margin. There's no load management anywhere anymore. They're tired. <laughs> there's just you need Henderson know. was a minus fifty two. I've never seen that in an NBA yeah. game in my he, life. He's like the like if you do the metrics, the whatever analytics, which yeah. is a word we're we're starting to have a really hard time with but anyway he's like one of the worst players in basketball uh scoot henderson him and jordan Poole. But, yeah, and, so. and, and, yeah. and 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 wiggins, wiggins and clay yeah. and andrew wiggins no and andrew wiggins, wiggins well, is clay yeah. is you know he's down there eh, not quite that far down nobody's down there but it's literally in terms of you know i mean it's those <laughs> yeah. three guys they're the worst players right. in basketball 
And Ryan Rollins, minutes. if you count in well, uh, target visits, right? Which uh, and I, I'm surprised I didn't get more love on our show thread because uh, what you want? It was timing. It was timing. It was when you sent it. Oh, you yeah. It was when you sent it. It was funny response, but it was like very funny. But the cycle had already run its course, and we had moved but on with our day. But you sent it at ten forty at night. I no, didn't send no it one at all. Responded. Lucas sent. I that. thought you sent. No, that. I didn't send that. Let's go to the. Wait, what happened? He, he walked out with a handful of nine ninety nine graphic yeah. tees, like uh, what, for what the he? seventh time. Oh, for the seventh time. It was the seventh time that he was seen shoplifting at Target. Boy, in DC. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, which was, I mean, they, they never caught FP when he was there. <laughs> no, nah, dude. <laughs> Sneaky like that. Walked totally. Grab some well, you're not 6'10". Yeah. The, the analytics, getting back to your point now, this year is like, the, it's the new load management. The, the coach just says, hey, if we're down by 20, quit. Just stop playing. Well, and take your day off while you're playing yeah, since you I, can't, can't, can't give right. you a day off And now. put Wiggins in. Yeah. I mean, that's what they did the other Dibs night. In. Yeah, it was in the white flag lineup. Sure. <laughs> wow, that hurts. Well, I mean, you guys talked to Kawakami yesterday. It's, I, I agree with them. I think they will move him. The question is, how? Like, how do you do it? Right. What are you going to get? You got to send something to win them, I tried to make this point yesterday, and I don't know if it re- everybody received it, which is that the other teams have TV sets. Like, everyone, oh, trade Wiggins. They can see what's happening, too. We're not the only ones who know that Andrew Wiggins has scored 11 points in the last three games. The Raptors know. Just because he's from Canada, they're not going to be like, well, he's from here. So. They'll take it back. Well, yeah. They exactly. don't stay up late. Yeah. No customs. <laughs> good. He needs, he, when you say he needs a change of scenery, we literally mean he needs to like change country. Sure. And then everything's going to be amazing. He needs a protein shake. Yeah. Or two. And a sandwich. Yeah. yeah something. I, I, don't I don't know. know he what needs he a is. hug right now. I mean, I, I don't know how many people he's, he's got in his corner right now, certainly from the fans. Um, I know Clay Thompson stuck up for him at the press conference the other day, but yeah, the the Warriors got, got a lot of issues right now. I know Draymond is, is supposed to come back and, and help as much as he can, but uh, the deadline is approaching. And and especially hearing now that a few minutes ago from Chris Haynes that the Raptors and Siakam are on the verge of parting ways. I, I don't know if that means to Golden State. I know he was rumored to be also in talks with Indiana, um, Sacramento was in on him, then they're out on him. So it's not necessarily Golden State that's the team, but I feel like if another deal happens, there's going to be more pressure for the Warriors to move sooner rather than later. Well, this is where the Wiggins thing actually could get interesting because I feel like the further this goes, um, when you start having a name that's it's been out there for two years, Pasco Siakam, Pasco Siakam, and now you're at the end of the deal. So now he's expiring, he's a rental. Um, and the whole world knows he's been available, and now you're starting to use phrases like parting ways. All of these things serve to lower the ask. Like, the Raptors are not going to get some sort of a great package for Pascal Siakam. So, if the Warriors want him, if the Warriors are willing to give up Kaminga, I bet they could have him immediately. I don't think anybody's going to give him a better player than that. You know, what are you going to give up for a guy who you have to pay a bunch of money for two months? And then he leaves. What are you giving up for that? You have to want to get rid of whoever's on your roster. Well, the Warriors have one of those guys. It's Andrew Wiggins. They need a few more dollars in order to make the whole thing work. That would be Kaminga. And the Raptors would be very attracted to it. So, you know, that all boils down to what the Warriors really think about Kaminga in his future. Right, right. And, and that's I, what I, I said know. yesterday in, in terms of will they trade him? If they are going to trade him, it's because they don't think that he can be 
a real number one or number two on a on a good team in five years and ten years because Jonathan Kaminga is not going to be the best player that he can be for two years, three years, four years. Is it five? I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. So is it after the Steph Curry window? If it is, and you believe that he can be, you know, twenty two points a night and eight rebounds and a real dominant player, then you don't trade him. But if you're not sure, then you might as well trade him and try to make the most of the Steph Curry window. Yeah, and also it depends on how much you want to pay him because he's extension eligible, how much he exactly. wants to be paid or how much he thinks he's worth. I'd be less inclined to move him also. just I don't know how much you guys feel like this factors in, but if you're looking at the next iteration of Warriors basketball beyond Curry, I would like to have a piece of it that at least was in the building when he was around, when winning was commonplace. I, I think sometimes players can, and we talked about this, uh, FP and I did throughout the show, like you can kind of fall into a losing mentality. And I think having someone that at least experienced the highest of highs, even if they weren't a big part of that championship team in his rookie year, I think that is valuable to have some sort of, I don't know about torchbearer to the next stage, but right. at least someone that is familiar with how things are supposed to, or the expectations from someone like Joe Lake. Yeah, I, I, there, there probably will be. I mean, uh, look, I don't think Clay Thompson's getting traded. I don't and, think so either. And I think that there's a decent chance that they find a way to uh, to extend him on a on a short deal that's not terribly expensive, especially if they can clear a bunch of money. Which you know, meaning other than him, you can clear Chris Paul if you get Wiggins off the roster and in return get something else that will also clear, like Siakam. Then the idea of resigning Clay is not that big of a deal. If, do you think if Clay had a crystal ball and could see into the future to now, he would have signed the two for forty-eight prior to the season? No, probably not. No, no. He's not playing poorly. He's not playing that poorly. Everyone, like you, admitted this the other day, Dibs. Y'all got mad at him this week because of what he said, right. not because of what the way he's playing. Like you look at the Warrior roster right now, I got about seven people I'd be exactly. tipped off before Clay Thompson. As far as the way they're playing basketball. And if he plays like this, can he get two and 48 somewhere else? Sure. I think so. You guys probably missed this today, but player translation to what Clay said is like, I won you four championships. We've gotten boat race for three games and you're going to boo us. Right. Right. What do you think about that? I mean, anytime a fan cares more about a player or it appears that, then then you're in slippery slope, right? That's not a good place to be. But like, what his attitude, and I've I've seen guys say this behind the scenes that they're not going to say it publicly. Like, wait, we busted our ass, we climbed to the top of the mountain four times, we planted the flag, we had parades, we got rings, and now we have a little slide, and you're going to boo us? Screw you. That's what that was in a nutshell. But at at the same time, look at the way Steph uh, handled it, and and you don't take it personal because it's not like they were booing Clay. They're booing the Warriors. Right. Mm-hmm. And these right. people are also, like, they're, th- these people are out hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to go to, go to a game at Chase Center. Like, I said this the other day. I don't think booing is that offensive. You go out and do back-to-back stink games, and you get a little groan from the crowd, that's no big deal. You said this. I heard you say it earlier, too. Yeah. Leaving. That's a big deal. Dude, looking up there and people Boo- are filing out. Booing is emotional. Leaving is indifferent. You don't want to see me anymore. And, right, you but know booing this. hurts the players. Leaving hurts the owner. Um, I no. think leave, oh, like not booing, showing up hurts, hurts the owner. But booing, I like hurts, that. booing hurts the owner. Well, booing hurts the owner because he's there courtside. Oh, the owner's been booed. Well, he yeah. didn't care I mean, about it's it. like that, wow. that, that says that you, you're putting out an entertaining product and, and people are rejecting it. That's incredibly hurtful, especially when you're the guy who's essentially in charge of putting on the show. 
It's Joe's show. They booed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Leaving, though, Dude. leaving is the one that is the indifference. FP, you know this. Yeah. That's what's happening at Third and King. That's when I played is when everybody already I, left. They're like, I, it's safe to put FP in now. The fans <laughs> have left in the geez. seventh I inning. would love it if we were still booing the Giants. You f- you left. You're that's hooing what, the Giants. That's is right. What you're doing. That's you're way, hooing them. That's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> you are hooing them. You're listening to 95.7 yeah. The Game KGA, KG. MZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Really Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, powered by Force NorCal Credit Union. Speaking of Stein, I'll do my best impression. Hey, 49ers, seven all pros, not named Brock Purdy. You hate to see it. Well, before you get to the Niners, I just want to uh, applaud Bleacher Dave today. I thought his he call was, really was awesome. So good. Hadn't heard from him in a long time, and he was like laying out the whole idea about booing and, you know, booing the, the Warriors and being there for, for a long time. And, you know, the fans that are now booing, are these fans the ones who were there before? So I think that it's interesting. And the Niners, your transition, oh, here's a team that's not getting booed, the Niners. That's coming up next. I thought it was great. <laughs> just just trying, trying to calm the seas. I mean, yeah. look, people are inclined and you're free to boo if you want. I'm not one of those people. But right. to me, it's more like my, my thing is if I'm silent, like I just don't care. I, I, I would never... I rarely have ever left the game, uh, just because I'm also a cheapskate. But <laughs> I'm in, I'm inclined to not give you any applause or any emotion at all. Like if I'm just sitting there and just honestly, I found myself kind of chuckling at the end of the Pelicans game. Like this, this is it was bad. This is bad. Dude, FP and I were at the Heat game, and not together, but we were in the same row. And you know, we can speak to the same shared experience where you know it, it was ugly early, and it was like okay, and the Warriors did good things. We cheered. And then they didn't do much. And then quietly, our section started to empty. Mm-hmm. And there was a Heat fan who came in next to me. And he was immediately like, you know, running his mouth and bumping his gums. And the people in front of us, they left because they were mad at him. And then, you know, before long, like you left and I left. And there was about two minutes left. And, you know, we kind of looked at each other like, why, why would we stay? Yeah. They're down by 18. And this thing is cooked. Well, because you want to see Jamal Cain. That's, right. That's what I. That's yeah. why I came. Yeah. yeah so you get beat. You get beat. Don't get out efforted ever. Right. Like you can beat me, but you, you, you ain't gonna play harder. Time, you actually. ain't gonna play harder than me. Sorry. Yeah. Never. Ever. 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 You, you, losing is part of sports, but like somebody going out there, attitude, it, it, effort is an attitude, and it's the only thing you can control on a daily basis. Your effort. Like you, you beat me. Okay, I'll tip my cap. Beat me by twenty. That's probably. But I'm diving for loose balls and I'm taking charges and I'm playing defense and. That's how you made your career. Playing, playing hard. Fighting hydrant. Totally. That's also I think it's kind of unfair that everyone points squarely at the head coach. Like the head coach does deserve some criticism, but it's not his job. And I'm with FP. Like I, I don't think it's his job to show up to the locker room and try and rile the troops each and every night like if, if you don't show up for successive games and you don't show effort I mean I I don't know I can't look at Steve Kerr and say you know what he's the reason I mean are you referring to the Kendrick Perkins thing yeah. like yeah that's absurd that was stupid um, that's Harry High School I mean the idea that the Warriors have been champions for over a decade and now they've lost their spirit because Steve Kerr that's stupid uh, Steve has had a rough year they all have um, that's why we're all sitting here and on different days everybody's got someone else to blame. This is a bad mix. I don't know exactly what the new mix needs to be, and I don't even know exactly why 
the mix is is bad. But we can go person by person. Andrew's no good anymore. Draymond's unavailable. Uh, Steph has, you know, all of them start to fall then. The Steph, the Clay, the Looney, they start to fall because what they're used to around them is 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 no longer there. So you, you can go individual by individual. Steve Kerr won't play Moody and Kaminga. All of that stuff is all true. But the bottom line is, is it's just one big mix. And the whole thing doesn't work right now. That's why they're going to shake it up. That's why they're going to shake it up. They have to. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> the insanity quote from Steph after the game. Like, they, right. they have to do something. I, I don't know if it's multiple moves. I don't think. I like, think it I, has to be multiple moves. So, but why, though? Because. Or, or if, what? what is the goal of the multiple moves? Okay, here, here's what I'm saying. If you just go get, and let's take, for instance, Siakam. Mm. Like, if you just go get Siakam, and that's it. Like, that that doesn't really achieve either of your two goals, which is either to get to relevance this year or do something of organizational health for the future. I mean, Siakam could come for two months and then leave. So that's no good for the future. He also um, could leave you with 40 extra million dollars in cap yeah, space. Absolutely, although you, in theory, already have a bunch of cap space that's coming next year. If well, all you want is expiring deals, then Chris Paul and... Clay yeah. Thompson expired. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of money, but seventy-two million. I, I think if you're willing to trade Kamingo, which is what can get you Siakam, then you've got to make another swing also to actually put together a starting and finishing five. Um, and it probably like Dejounte Murray or something, or a big man, or a big man, a like big the one man. we're going to see tonight. Well, I don't know who it is. Lucevic? maybe. I mean, that's what Bill Simmons threw out there. Now, the trade that he proposed was Draymond. Draymond to the Lakers in a three-way deal um, that gets you a, a future first-round pick, and Rui Hachimura would go to the Bulls for Vucevic. That's an interesting lineup. Steph and Clay are still there. Your two rookies are still there. Looney's still there. Siakam, Vucevic. I mean... It's not going to happen that way. I get it, but, right? But the 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 theory that's behind what he's saying makes sense to me because that's a lineup that gets interesting right away, right away, and it does add even more roster flexibility, uh, financial flexibility. That is going forward because you're essentially clearing uh, you're clearing Wiggins' number also, and Draymond and eighty eight exactly. million or whatever it exactly. is exactly yeah. goes into Vucevic, yeah. but yeah. No, I, look, I, I like that. I mean, I think the goal of the deadline should be to set yourself up to to make whatever moves you need to in the offseason. I'm just not sure there are a there are a group of players out there that automatically vault the Warriors into a place necessary to I don't know, to like contend for a top five seed, maybe even you know four seed. Like I, I just they're so far back at this point. To me, the 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 hope is that. You add by subtracting, and it starts with Wiggins. Right. And then you have your decisions to make this offseason about Clay, Chris Paul. You might even be able to move Chris Paul because I think his expiring deal is what is attractive about him to a lot of teams anyways. So I think you, you have some flexibility there, and then you just set yourself up for the, the summer to make decisions about how you want to retool around Steph. I mean, I don't think rebuild is in the cards. I think it's got to be trying to move as much money around as possible so that either you can attract a free agent, you can distribute some of that money, bringing back Clay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they want to bring back Chris Paul. I don't know. But 
the deadline to me is more about setting yourself up to, yes, I mean, you you want to play well this season. You want to try and get back in the playoff hunt, but it's got to be about the summer to me. Right, and next year, because even if you do what Mark is talking about and Bill Simmons is laying out, does that make you a a top two, top three in the West? No, but does it make you a team that maybe can be top six and you make the playoffs and you go on a run? Sure, it's possible. Yeah. And that's what you were last year, where you... You know, you were a six seed, you beat the three, and then you lost, and that was it. You were one and done. And I know you want to win a championship, but you also want to be a playoff team and you want to be relevant. Does that move make you relevant? Maybe. To me, the biggest thing is addition by subtraction, and it starts with Chris Paul, because he'll be gone anyway, and Andrew Wiggins, who is no longer, in my opinion, a viable member of a championship team. Yeah, and, and I think they can take their own blueprint, too. I mean, how'd they get Wiggins in the first place? They, right. they, they flipped a player that didn't really fit that well in D'Angelo Russell. And even the first year Wiggins was here, I mean, well, came in a bad season, but also the next year after that, they were a playing team. They weren't setting, they didn't look like they were all of a sudden going to be able to take a massive leap, and then they did. So I think if there's another player out there that they can find and identify as being an aide beyond this year, but also be able to get off of Wiggins, move around some money. I think that is possible. That's the only reason I think Siakam would be in the cards for me is because I'd be okay with him walking because he gives you flexibility, but also if you can lure him into sticking around, maybe he could be your your four of the future. Well, and I would bet that Joe Lacob is very activated right now by the idea of relevance this year. Um, if we're all going to move off the idea of championship, mm-hmm. okay, fine. How about relevance? That's not that's not out of the question. Um, usually, NBA teams, uh, the Warriors don't have the the pieces to do it right now anyway. And even if they were able to find them on the market, you have to be together for a while in basketball. Usually, usually, not always, but you have to like build the 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 chemistry, the know how, the system, all of those things. So championships are not won at the deadline in uh, in the NBA, um, but the Warriors could absolutely make. I believe. I believe that that if they got aggressive enough and the right moves are made, does that turn them into a noisy playoff team? I think that's possible, and I would think that if I was Joe Lacob and fans were booing my product, that would matter to me right away. Yeah, right now. So yes, don't blow up whatever you think the future is. But let's also address right now. He was not happy the other night. That was a power walk when he left. Sure was. Yeah, it was a billionaires don't power walk unless they got a little emotion Olympic, behind Olympic it. speed walk to the locker. <laughs> that, was a, that was a power walk. Well, but before we get out here, I'll throw you. I'll throw this at you guys. Before next Friday, when they come back, four game road trip. You think we have a different roster? No. 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 No, they need more information. Draymond is just going to be coming back to the floor. People are going to want to see that. Um, Every night is information. Tonight is information. Be great to get a win, but information on another team, perhaps too. Well, Absolutely. information on yourself, because if you go one and three on the road trip, well, then maybe your whole motivation to do what Mark is talking about and be relevant now, maybe that becomes less important if you realize that. There are no moves that can be made that would even make you that relevant. If your team is like trending toward being, you know, 35 and 47, no matter what, then why would you even bother? 
to try and get off of a bad contract. I mean, that's no, probably you can get off a bad contract, but why would you try and do like a three team oh, Vucevic yeah, yeah, and yeah. like? Yeah, I, I do think that Wiggins is gone no matter what. I agree. Don't leave yet. Okay. Jordan Hicks. I want, I just I want, say I want the, your I want your 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 ninety seconds on this. I was just gonna say on the way out, Jordan Hicks is gonna win the Cy Young and I'm gonna go steal groceries. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to steal groceries no, no, after no, the for, show. For real, what's your I reaction? I don't have a job. Uh just watch film watch video on him. He throw, he, no, he's, his he's, fastball he's averaged one hundred point two miles an hour. He's last intense. Year. His sinker goes like right off of your back knee if you're a right handed hitter. He just sometimes it's a snowball fight and he can't throw strikes. Right. But other than that, like here, but here we go again. You got a reliever. You're making him a starter. Yeah. Can like, he start? We, we we usually get starters and make them relievers, and now we got a reliever and we make him a starter. I think they want to see. He has started some in his career, and they want to see times. if he can command the strike zone yeah. and throw strikes and not blow out when you throw that hard. That's it feels like a it's worry. another opener. He's going to be the new uh, Zach Littell. I'll tell you what, if if, if 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 Camillo falters at all, you got like you got a 104 in your bullpen now. So that's what I, Oh no, I'm, it's 104. But I'm with okay. I'm with you perfectly on, on this. But. I think that this is a really smart <laughs> signing <laughs> kilometers that really ticks me off. Oh, why? That's a tease. I am losing trust. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Mark the tape. Hold on. Mark is losing trust Hold in on. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. The way, higher than him. Whoa. The Johnsons? I think everybody, God, including the free agents themselves, I think the word about the Giants organization right now is trust. Mm. And, um... Well, they gave him four years. Can't argue with that, dude. Yeah, you can, because... No, I mean, I mean, I don't right. think oh, I yeah. don't think players trust. They don't trust the Giants. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. argue with that for a bunch Man. of different reasons. And you're um, hoping that Bob Melvin no, no, would change no, no. that because uh, I think if Gabe was still here, that would be a legitimate issue. You, you're so Hicks will throw two innings. I mean, every fourth day, hit a mascot. You want you want Yamamoto. You want Yamamoto. You want Strowman. Lucille's in You want Imanaga. <laughs> You talk about Jordan Montgomery. You talk about Blake Snell. And then you slide in somebody with eight career starts mm. and electric stuff mm. who's a third of the price of all of these other uh, players. And it just it starts to smell. The whole thing. And, and I know some of you are driving around going, well, you're the last to get here. I get it. I get it. Welcome. But this is above. This is to me what I don't trust Hello, is, is it's above Farhan. I this just feels like a game is being played, a big game. And and, and the way this doesn't stink this is to a you, big ownership game. The way this doesn't stink to you if they sprinkle some Cody Bellinger on there, or they sprinkle whoever the rest of the free agents smell. No. And now you're going, oh, okay, now the whole piece looks good. But right now, I feel like just by reading I, the Twitter today, the Giants' Twitter, everybody's on board with your take. It's all about money. Mm. The whole thing. Well, the owner told you that in the offseason that we're just trying to come close to breaking even. It's hard to do. Those are his words, right? That would is you, a good year you, for a franchise. Would you still, really question is. for y'all, would you still, because there's so much Farhan anger, would you still be mad at Farhan if you knew, and I'm just, this is a total hypothetical, 
He is simply out there doing exactly what he's been told to do. Yes. Wait, I got to raise my hand. Yes. Okay. 99.99% of GMs or presidents of baseball operations throughout Major League Baseball are doing what they're told to do. Of course, which is how they keep their jobs. Rizzo and I were tight. And, and that, Rizzo would go to ownership all the time with the Nationals whoop, and have all these these these, these deals on the table. It's been like an hour since he got and, and, and contracts, and they say, "Here, we got this guy time. right now for this, this, and this." And they would say, "No." Yeah, right. I have this trade on the table. He had Bryce Harper on the table for seven of Astros' top prospects, all guys that threw like ninety-eight miles an hour, number one picks, and ownership said no. Turned mm-hmm. green when he said, "Here, well, we can't trade Bryce. It's a bad look." So I would say that in my experiences, that that most presidents of baseball operations obviously have to answer to ownership. Right. But in the end, that's who's making the decisions. Well, you don't fire owners, so... Can you imagine being a GM and just like, like, that's that's why Mr. Steinbrenner was so great with the Yankees. Just like, here, Cash, do what you want. Exactly. I, I got you. Exactly. I trust you. Do what you want. But Farhan and, and signed a three-year no extension to work for this individual. If this is the case, you signed on to continue doing what you're doing for a guy who doesn't want to do... What it, it, everyone wants. So to me, as a fan, yeah. it, it comes down to the GM, the president of baseball ops. That's your job. You're a, you're 100% right. But even if FP is right, yeah. and I believe that you are right. I mean, I might not Ultimately, be. he's the fall guy. Um, as but, was Gabe but, and as will Bob be. But he's not because he hasn't fallen. Yeah. He got an extension. Yeah, yeah they'll have right, extension right. for you, dude. Yeah. Well. They offered you know, seven hundred million dollars to Otani. They can eat any contract. Oh, in the front I know. Office oh, I'm not. Say, I'm not saying he's going to. I think the, Farhan you know. knows that he's he's going to make adjustments and and that you'll see a different brand of baseball this year. Who's in the uniform? It still my, remains to be seen. My my mind will stay open until opening day. That's why they call it opening day. But this is what I feel is an exciting player and probably a smart asset uh, for a very untrustworthy reason. That's what I think. All right, boys. I, I think that's a hot no. take, and it's a good take. Well, FP, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for FP. hopping on today. Thanks. Let's go steal some groceries. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. go. Oh, we catch us at Target in San Francisco. Now, coming up next, Will and Dibs, 95.7 The Game. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 